We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hi, this is Luka Doncic. Can he get it away in time on the step back? He does! He hits! He hits! And the Mavericks have won the game! Luka Doncic with a 30-footer to win it at the horn! And you're listening to the Mavs Step Back Podcast. How's it going, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. You can find me on Twitter, as always, at Dalton underscore Trigg. You can find the pod account at Step Back Mavs. Hope all of you have uh, have had a good opening part to the Mavs offseason. It ended a lot earlier than any of us actually wanted it to uh and you know it seems like every single time uh the new york knicks win a playoff game <laughs> it, it, it reopens our wounds and pours salt directly into those wounds so uh you know it's uh it's a balancing act it's like yeah we're, we're glad that the torture is over uh from having to watch the mavs themselves play because it was just an awful product uh, to try and watch at the at the last two months of this season. Uh, but, you know, even without them playing, we're still reminded of the screw-ups uh, that have happened over the last handful of years. And uh, more specifically, uh, what happened last summer with uh, the Jalen Brunson situation. And I say years, multiple, uh, because, you know, that was – that was an issue that was coming the Mavs' way ever since they, you know, gave Jalen Brunson a, a straight four-year uh, contract as a rookie, you know, ensuring that he was going to be uh, an unrestricted free agent after the fourth season instead of being a restricted free agent after his third season. So uh, it is what it is. There's nothing we can do about it now. I know there's a lot of people that are tired uh, you know, of hearing, you know, not just me, but a handful of people uh, continue to continuing to bring this up. But I mean, it's just it's something we can't avoid. It's something that's happening. And, it, you know, it's it's just crazy that, you know, Mark Cuban has been so vocal over the years about saying the Steve Nash uh, situation in 2004 was his biggest regret uh, as an owner. And, you know, here we are you know, nearly two decades later, and the same, pretty much the same thing has happened now. Uh, now, obviously, Jalen Brunson has a long way to go before he becomes a two-time MVP like Steve Nash did, but, 
you know, he is he has taken his game to a star level. Uh, he has the New York Knicks up three games to one uh, as the five seed over the four seed Cavaliers. Right now, he is, uh, you know, he hit a dagger three in game four that sent the Madison Square Garden crowd into a frenzy. Uh, you know, he is, he's controlling the pace and getting his teammates involved and uh, he's not crumbling under pressure. You know, typical Jalen Brunson stuff. We all knew this. I mean, he was a big, big reason uh, for why the Mavs made it to the West, Western Conference Finals uh, last season around this time. So, you know, I I know once uh, the Mavs actually got past the trade deadline last year that it was pretty much a foregone conclusion and there probably wasn't anything that they could have done uh, even if they had offered a full five-year max at that point, I think, you know, the damage was probably already done. Uh, but we'll never know for sure because the Mavs never offered that full five-year max. Um, and, you know, they could have they could have had him for a much, much more team-friendly, and, I mean, let's be honest, the contract he's on with the Knicks now is considered a bargain uh, based at the level he's playing at. So, uh, I don't want to say he's overpaid or anything, but the Mavs could have had him on an absurdly uh, team-friendly contract if they had, you know, given him the the Dorian Finney-Smith extension that four years, fifty-six million before uh, before it got to that point last year where it was uh, beyond the point of no return. So it is what it is. It sucks for the Mavs uh, who are sitting at home and having to watch Jalen Brunson and the Knicks. Uh, on the cusp of getting to the second round. And with Giannis's injury, Giannis Antetokounmpo's injury issues, uh, the, the top-seeded Milwaukee Bucks are down 2-1 to the Miami Heat with Game 4 coming tonight, uh, Monday night. So we'll have to see how that plays out. But if things keep trending the way they have been, there is a very visible path uh, for the Knicks going to the Eastern Conference Finals. And it's just, you know, as long as they're alive and as long as Jalen Brunson is performing the way he is, it's just going to be a constant reminder of, you know, how bad the Mavs messed that situation up. And hopefully things go the Mavs' way this summer. You know, the, hopefully they can re sign Kyrie Irving. And then hopefully from there, uh, you know, or even before they get to that point, maybe they'll have some some draft lottery luck that's never happened in team history. That's coming up on May 16th. Maybe they'll finally have some uh, some good fortune come from the, the ping pong god, so to speak. Uh, but, you know, we'll just have to see. We'll just have to see. it. Uh, they, they've never moved up. They've either stayed where they're at, so they have the 10th best odds this year. They, you know, throughout history, they've either stayed where they're at or they have moved down, which would be detrimental in this particular situation because if they move down from 10th to 11th, uh, that pick will convey to the New York Knicks, <laughs> which which would add even more uh, insult to injury. So let's, let's really hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> but... Uh, as long as they, I mean, look, they have a 3% chance of getting the top pick. And if they do and they get Victor Wimbanyama, uh, that is a complete turnaround for the franchise. That's a get-out-of-jail-free card for Mark Cuban. 
uh, if it happens. And I'm I'm skeptical of, of them having that kind of good fortune. But hey, I mean, <laughs> never say never. That would be that would be something if that happens. You you pair. Uh, Victor Wimbanyama with Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving, and you've you've really got something cooking there. Um, but even if that doesn't happen, so the three percent chance that happens, you you have a nearly a fourteen percent chance of jumping into the top four, uh, and then you have about a sixty percent chance, I believe, or a little over sixty percent chance of uh, keeping the pick at at number ten. So. Uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see how it goes. It's going to be a very nervous night for all Mavs fans, but I'm I'm ready to get that part of it out of the way. I'm ready to see where the Mavs fall in the draft order, and then that way we can start properly uh, talking about you know actual guys the Mavs can end up drafting at that spot. Uh, you know if they stay at ten or if they jump into the top four, and it's not the top one or two picks you know do the Mavs consider trading it uh there's a lot of different options that can come from just us finding out uh where the Mavs are gonna be drafting at so very ready for that and then after that uh, you know you'll have the draft next and not just you know whether the Mavs will keep their pick or if they'll trade it but there's other situations too. You know, what are the Mavs going to do with Tim Hardaway Jr., who's been in trade deadline rumors the past two years? Uh, you know, you had that stuff come up with uh, his dad saying that Luca and Kyrie aren't leaders, and then he had to come out and defend it. And you know, it's uh, there's been a lot of stuff going on with with THJ that makes me think uh, that he his time in Dallas might be done. I mean, they they've tried to trade him a few times. Uh, now he's got one year less on his contract that keeps descending uh, in total value. So I think they're going to have a good chance uh, of trading him. And if you look at how the Cleveland Cavaliers have played against the New York Knicks in this first round series, uh, you can see why they would have been interested in trading for Hardaway Jr. You know, there were a bunch of rumors saying that that was, you know, that was something they were sniffing around and some people were just like, oh, well, <laughs> surely they weren't that interested in THJ. But, I mean, if you see how Karis LeVert plays uh, in some of these games, you can you can see why they would want THJ on that team. Uh, now, I don't think he would be the difference in, you know, the, the Cavs being able to beat the Knicks in a seven-game series, but uh, they wouldn't just be getting – you know their tails whipped like like <laughs> like what's been going on so far. Uh, they're they're down 3-1 heading back to Cleveland for Game Five. So uh, there's other situations. You know what 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 are the Mavs going to do with Maxi Kleba? Uh, what are they going to do with JaVel McGee, who was just a bust? Uh, you know Christian Wood is pretty much gone. I don't think there's any scenario, in my opinion, where he is back next year. You know, depending on what team he goes to, is there a sign-and-trade opportunity? Uh, that's something to look out for. Uh, the Kyrie Irving situation, obviously, as I mentioned before, uh, it's the Mavs' top priority, self-proclaimed top priority, which you know kind of makes people nervous because <laughs> uh, signing Jalen Brunson last, uh, re-signing Jalen Brunson last summer was the top priority, and that didn't work out. But uh, it's kind of it's different this time around. For a couple of reasons, one, I think Kyrie really does uh, enjoy being in Dallas. 
his fit with Luca specifically is really good. They just have to have the correct pieces around them to be a contender. So uh, I think he's really enjoyed his time in Dallas. I think he enjoys the way the media uh, has has covered him compared to how they covered him in Brooklyn and in Boston. So that's one thing they've got going for him. And, you know, look, I think the Mavs are going to be willing to pay him. I mean, they can pay him more than any other team. Uh, the way the new CBA is laid out, it makes it really complicated uh, for for him to be for him to have like a sign and trade to a contender or you know a team that's in the luxury tax or pretty close to it. I mean it it would be very very hard like for the Lakers for example, it'd be very hard uh, to execute a sign and trade uh, for Kyrie Irving if he well it'd be hard if he's going to get the money that he wants. I'll say that. So um uh, you know there's not very many opportunities one interesting situation uh that I'm not I'm not personally hoping for but I'm just kind of spitballing here after I was talking with my guy Grant Afseth uh, a little bit earlier today but like if if Kyrie wants to leave Dallas and go to another uh, go to a contender um uh, you know the the Philadelphia 76ers probably make the most sense as far as being like a practical move uh one he'd be going back east um two you know the the sixers are probably or i don't want to say probably but there's a good chance they could lose james harden there's been rumors that james harden would be interested in going back to houston and it's like, well, I mean, if that's going to happen and if Kyrie doesn't want to come back to Dallas, which we don't know that, I mean, all signs point to him, you know, re-signing with the Mavs right now, but we're just spitballing. Again, you know, Dallas is pretty close to Houston. Uh, you know, if he if Kyrie wants to go to the Sixers and the Sixers don't want to lose Harden for nothing, I mean, is there a, a chance that you could do a, a James Harden for – Kyrie Irving sign and trade like a double sign and trade kind of situation so that would be pretty interesting and again I I would rather (laughs) I would rather the Mavs keep Kyrie but you know I'm just saying it would uh it would be it would be kind of interesting to see how that would work out because then that way you're not losing Kyrie for nothing and you create a a step back brothers duo with with Luca and James Harden which would be pretty funny (laughs) it'd be pretty funny considering all the comparisons that have happened between those two over the years so uh, I don't know how that would work out but you know that's just again uh, a situation that's the kind of stuff we're going to be looking at if we think if at some point in this offseason we think that you know Kyrie's not going to come back to Dallas but as long as the Mavs aren't stingy as long as they you know come in with a uh respectable offer i think it'll be fine uh mark stein has reported that you know he he believes kyrie irving is wanting something in the the four-year range so i think the mavs should definitely do that you know do a a three plus one uh, player option and you know it may not have to be complete max money but you know give him near max money because he is a, a max level player uh, he's one of the few bright spots that you had on your very underwhelming 
uh, team this year. So I just don't think Cuban and company have a lot of leverage in this situation. I think they need to get it done, and then you know you go from there uh, rebuilding your team. And the the path to rebuilding the team and adding depth and the the right players around their star duo of of Luca and Kyrie will be based on, you know, how the lottery goes. So uh, we can talk about all these different scenarios and what we want to happen, what can happen. All of it is kind of useless until we know where the Mavs are drafting because that plays a big role in how many opportunities are going to open up uh, for the Mavs. You know, whether it's um, whether it's that, uh, you know, the, the Philadelphia 76ers situation I briefly talked about or – you know, the Toronto Raptors firing Nick Nurse, and everybody thinks that they're just about to completely clean house and rebuild. So, you know, what happens with Pascal Siakam and uh, OG Ananobi? You know, what what happens with uh, with Damian Lillard in, in Portland? You know, there there's a lot. You know, if, if Damian Lillard gets traded, uh, what does Portland look to do with Jeremy Grant? Uh, there's a lot of different stuff that could happen this off season that could have a domino effect uh, where the Mavs could benefit from it. But uh, we got to get to the lottery first, and then we'll we'll have more of a we'll have more of a clear direction for where I can steer these pipe dream <laughs> scenarios. Because I I y'all know I can uh, I can kind of get out there with those pipe dream. Uh, math scenarios but I, I need a little bit more direction you know instead of just completely spitballing give me some give me some structure to go with and then uh, I can put out some stuff that's that's more feasible at least um, so we'll see how it goes but uh, guys we are going to go over some recent playoff action and you know the other playoff action that's coming tonight uh, on Monday April 24th but before that we are going to take a quick break Breaking news, y'all. Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right. They are once again revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger allows you to shape your signature beard look. And you can do just that right now by going to manscaped.com and using code MAVSTEPBACK for 20% off and free shipping. I have my own personal beard hedger, and I love it. This thing is a juggernaut of fixing faces. First off, this cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 haircutting links, all with one guard. So no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons. That's right, face grooming doesn't need to be hard. Get 20 different beard links in just one guard. To make things even better, the beard hedger is waterproof. So you can shave in the shower to avoid all that hair in the sink. So guys, if you want to try out this convenient beard grooming experience, again, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code MAVSTEPBACK at manscaped.com right now. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code MAVSTEPBACK. Manscaped Beard Hedger. One stroke, one guard. 20 lengths. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey... Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, guys, uh, we're back. Going to go over some uh, action in the playoffs that happened on Sunday. Uh, again, I mentioned the New York Knicks. They beat the Cleveland Cavaliers 102-93. to Jalen Brunson was amazing. R.J. Barrett uh, has, you know, had an awakening in this series. And the Knicks take a 3-1 lead over the Cleveland Cavaliers heading into uh, Game 5. The Sacramento Kings and the Golden State Warriors played in a very entertaining, uh, highly offensive firepowered matchup. Uh, in Game Four of their series, the Warriors came out on top, 126 to 125, to tie the series at two games apiece. Uh, it was really crazy how that game ended. the The Warriors they were up five, and they had the ball with about I think 38 seconds or close to 40 seconds left in the game, and it, it kind of felt like okay, this is over. It's just a matter of them hitting their free throws. Steph Curry takes a timeout that the Warriors didn't have. Uh, so it was a, it was funny because Chris Webber, you know, played for the Warriors, and everybody knows, you know, Chris Webber had that, that free throw, free throw, had that timeout mishap uh, in college that he's, you know, infamous for. And, you know, Steph Curry did that. He took a timeout when they didn't have it, so the Kings got a free throw that cut it to four uh, plus the ball. And then they hit a three to cut it to one. And then they got the ball back with about 10 seconds left. So uh, they had the final shot that they could have won the game. And they ended up with a Harrison Barnes uh, semi-wide open three from the left wing. And he just overshot it. And so the Warriors barely escape. Uh, They tie the series. Uh, In game five, it swings back to Sacramento Uh, for that game five and we know the Warriors are completely different on the road versus at home so we'll see how it goes but it it definitely feels like that series is going to seven games it's been very fun it's lived up to the hype Uh, very very excited to see how that one ends it's been great to see De'Aaron Fox get on the big stage and you know showcase what he's all about Uh, and we'll see we'll see if the the young and hungry Sacramento Kings have what it takes to uh, 
defeat the fin- the defending champs in the first round. Uh, the Celtics beat the Atlanta Hawks 129-121. to uh, Boston now leads that series 3-1. to As the game goes back to Boston for Game 5, that series more than likely is going to be a gentleman's sweep. Uh, at the very least, I think the Celtics take care of it in six games, but I expect that to be over after Game 5. And then uh, the Timberwolves uh, narrowly avoid a sweep against the Denver Nuggets. Uh, the Let's see, Game 4 in Minnesota – it went into overtime after uh, the Timberwolves. They led by 12 with, uh, let's see, about a couple minutes left, and the Nuggets came all the way back to tie it, sent it into overtime, and then the Timberwolves eventually pulled away 114-108. So Denver leads that series 3-1, to and again, I feel like that's another series that's going to be a, a gentleman's sweep because, you know, you had some – uncharacteristic shooting nights from from guys on the Nuggets that I don't think will will happen again and it's just so hard to win in Denver uh it's it's hard for me to envision uh this Timberwolves team coming back to Minnesota for a game six but you know it's the playoffs anything can happen we'll see how it goes but I think that's another series that's getting very close to uh to coming to an end um tonight we have a couple of big games. Uh, the Bucks play the Miami Heat, Milwaukee Bucks and Miami Heat uh, at let's see, at six thirty on TNT. Uh, the the one seeded Bucks are down to the Miami Heat, two games to one. Uh, that's because Giannis Antetokounmpo has has missed the last two games. He's questionable for this one tonight. Uh, so that's really interesting. I mean, the the Bucks they can't afford to go down. Three to one. I mean, they're good enough to come back from that, but I mean, uh, things are going to start looking really, really spooky for them if they go down three one uh, with Game Four in Miami uh, on Monday night. So that's one we'll be keeping an eye on. And then later tonight at nine o'clock, also on TNT, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies play the Los Angeles Lakers. Everybody who's been keeping up with this series knows that. You know, Dylan Brooks, uh, <laughs> he's had a very hard time keeping his mouth shut. He talked some uh, some, some crap about LeBron James after uh, that Game 2 win that Memphis had. Uh, and LeBron James came back and shut him up pretty quick uh, in Game 3. And the Lakers did, you know, as a whole really, uh, and took a... Two to one series lead. Uh, it's not just the Dylan Brooks and LeBron James beef, but you know Ru- uh, Rui Hachimura uh, had a really good game one, and uh, Desmond Bain came out and said some sar- sarcastic remarks about, oh, well, you know, he played a career best game against us. I want to see him try and do it again, uh, and then you know <laughs> uh, Hachimura did it again in game three. So. Uh, he's had a breakout series. The Grizzlies, they just they keep stepping on rakes. <laughs> they every time they and it seems like it's not just, you know, this year. It's it's last year too. They just they talk too much for their own good and it gives other teams, you know, extra motivation, extra ammunition uh, you know, to to knock them out. And, you know, uh, they better hope they win this one cuz if they don't win this game 4 in Los Angeles, uh 
you know, they're not going to be here too much longer. So we'll see how it goes. But guys, I appreciate y'all coming in and listening uh, to us every week. I know we took a little bit of a break there after doing the uh, the Mavs obituary uh, podcast, but uh, we're back now. I'm going to have some consistent playoff uh, review content for you guys going forward uh, and some other Mavs offseason stuff as it happens. So I appreciate it. Please be sure to like, rate, and subscribe if you haven't already. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It really helps me out. And I do appreciate you guys a lot for doing that. So thank you again. Uh, Be sure to go follow me on Twitter at Dalton underscore Trig. uh, And keep up with Mavs conversations even when it's not here on this podcast. Appreciate it, guys. Y'all have a great rest of your day. And we'll see you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.